0: It's Thursday, June 23rd, and this is Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, and joining me in studio today from Motley Fool Asset Management, Bill Barker. Also from Motley Fool Asset Management, Bill Mann. And from Motley Fool Inside Value, Joe Mager. Or as we
1: call him today, Bill Mager.
0: (laughs) Good to see you guys. Howdy. Thanks, Chris. We have got the latest from the Fed Chief and the Winklevoss twins, but we will begin with energy, and specifically oil. The price of oil fell today after the International Energy Agency said it will release 60 million barrels of oil into the world markets in the next month to make up for lost production in Libya. Joe Mager, I will pick on you first. Uh, Shares of ExxonMobil, BP, Chevron, all down today. What do you make
2: of this? Well, that's pretty normal. I mean, they certainly flow with oil prices and oil is off. Uh, Predictably when you got a lot of supply coming online. I'm not wild about this solution and it's certainly a short term patch. It would have been nice if the federal government is very concerned about oil production if we hadn't totally log jammed production in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well the well oh, man. Uh, something well that would board. actually produce That'll more, show them. <laughs> more oil for us over a long time horizon. Instead of just tapping some that we've got hidden away.
1: So I was downtown DC today and there's a place there's a there's a gas station that apparently hates selling gas and their gas is still five dollars and twenty nine cents
3: a gallon. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess they, they do. They they I know the station I pass it frequently. They really obviously do not want to sell gas because there's a, a station across the street from them that, that sells at the normal price. That doesn't have a five handle on <laughs> it. It's like gas. a buck fifty cheaper. Yeah, I, but I, they, they got a great hot dog over there. Yeah, it's yeah. a front for something. So I mean
0: for not, for not selling gas, front <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> so a month from now, is this just gonna? I mean, is this truly that short term that a month from now these oil stocks are going to be right back out there? Because over the last, I would say, six to eight weeks, while the market has been down, oil stocks in general have been down even more. I love this. I,
3: I think this is this is sell high, buy it back low. I yeah. mean, they're going to buy the oil back later to a, replace it right I this saw is a days good days, selling price why do you now hate the government when they try to sell at the right price <laughs> i saw a news story the other day that made you me hate up. taxpayers i i was a little
1: hostile about this actually they said that oil is now officially in a bear market like are you kidding me <laughs> I, I,
0: <clears throat> I wish all my stocks were in a bear market. Exactly. Like that <laughs> that's right well done <laughs> All right. Sticking with energy, Google and Citigroup are doubling down on wind power. The two companies are investing an additional $204 million in the Alta Wind Energy Center wind farm. That is on top of the $110 million the two companies have already invested. Apparently, they hate money. <laughs> Apparently. Well, you know, Google's now invested more than $500 million in clean energy. Bill Barker, what do you think? We were, we were talking recently on this podcast about T. Boone Pickens just washing his hands completely of wind power, now you've got Google and Citigroup going, you know, hundreds of millions in. Well, despite the fact
3: that T. Boone Pickens has a lot of experience in the energy markets. Lots. A lot. <laughs> and, and has made a lots of money in the energy markets. Uh, the, one does have to look at the, you know, the time horizons over which a bet like this may pay off. Oh,
0: you're you really, insensitive. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're going there. Jeez. What are you saying about T. Boone Pickens?
3: He might uh, prefer to enjoy the last thirty years of his life, uh, or forty, or however many he's got. Google has got you know a couple centuries probably, which was what it might take before uh, wind becomes a viable uh, product. You really think it's that long a bet for wind power? No, no, it's not that long. But this is a this is a very 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 small bet by Google in the grand scheme of the assets that it has. Uh, t boone pickens put made a much larger bet in terms of his own investment portfolio Mm -hmm. it didn't work out over the time frame that he was willing to invest in it the government was not moving in the direction toward mandating the kinds of things that he wanted to see mandated
1: they did a good job with the uh, oil production so yeah yeah,
3: he made money on his oil so uh, it 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 was a hedge that uh, didn't play out in this case yeah here's the thing
1: uh T Boone Pickens was looking at wind as being a base power solution. so something that gets fed into into the grid, so to speak, you know to take the place of nuclear, to take the place of, uh, of, of, of oil. Google is using this primarily for their own power needs. So they've got a big new center in, in Oklahoma and so they have a wind farm next to it. So it's it's not quite, it's not quite the same thing. They're taking a bet on providing their own power solution through wind.
0: So you don't view this as, you know, if, if I'm a Google shareholder, and I'm not, but Google shareholders shouldn't necessarily view this as as something frivolous or no. like why, why are you not focusing on your core no, business? No, it's like
1: Tropicana owning a bunch of orange groves. I mean, the, you know, they need power to well, run. that sounds
0: like it makes sense. Maybe that's what Google needs to get into. Just, <laughs> put, you know, diversify. Get into the orange grove business. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, you know, every once in a while we talk about companies lowering their guidance. Yesterday at his press conference, Fed Chief Ben Bernanke lowered guidance for America's economy. The exact quote, we don't have a precise read on why this slower pace of growth is persisting. Bill Mann, um, I mean, this is our top economist. If if he can't get a read on what's going on, what hope does a schlub like me have? None. None. (laughs) Back to you, Chris.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, I think he's he is stating the obvious that uh, you know that there 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 are a huge number of of very big what what you'd call tail risks out there in terms of you know and jobs are not being produced in the level that you would think given the given the level of stimulus that we've put into the economy and in you know in some ways it's 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 really his job to to. Tell us where things actually stand so
0: one of the other things that came out in the press conference was the whole notion of qe3 and the possibility of that and, and basically bernanke stamped down that talk and said the the risk of inflation is too great Are, yeah
1: well you get three strikes in baseball why wouldn't you get three <laughs> strikes in massive stimulus packages
0: bill barker do you think we're going to see in the next six months uh, 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 some version of qe3 yeah, but we can't call it that because
3: there's no boat, the QE three, there's yeah. no there's no Queen Elizabeth the third. they need a new title, you know, it's just not catchy.
0: So, so that yeah. so you're saying that's the Fed's problem, they're marketing? They don't know <laughs> the, <laughs> way marketing. the way they're marketing their cash infusions <laughs> into the market?
3: Uh, at one level, yeah. I mean, because QE2, uh, the program, not actually the, the queen or the boat, uh, have been uh, has been controversial. And so I think they can do lots of things without throwing a title on them. And they are doing things all the time to manage the liquidity in the market and, and things like that. Uh, there are other tricks he has up his sleeve. Joe, what do you think?
2: I listened to the press conference yesterday, and it was Brutal on the ears, and it's really difficult to decipher anything the guy says. And I feel for anyone who's not a total nerd like we are on this kind of thing. But I do give the guy credit for going out there and fielding questions like this. Um, I don't. Obviously, his predecessors didn't have the the stones. I can say <laughs> stones, right? You can it's a podcast. Nice. Sure. They didn't have the stones to get out there and do something like that. So I, I do give him a lot of credit for going for it and
0: trying to be transparent.
3: The Rolling Stones we're talking about, flashing back to that mustache picture that Chris uh, forwarded. <laughs> exactly. Around
0: yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, Bernanke—he's got the beard, the iconic—I I dare say—iconic white beard. But I found online his Harvard yearbook photo from 1975. He's got the handlebar mustache. He, he looks like the bass player from Spinal Tap. <laughs> he looks like James <laughs> er- er- Early Smalls. three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Finally, guys. The end of the saga that, frankly, has gripped America for most of the last couple of years. I'm talking, of course, about Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, who have decided not to appeal the Supreme Court. They're ruling uh, upholding the $65 million settlement with Facebook and founder Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, You may recall that after agreeing to a cash and stock settlement, the Winklevoss tried to undo it, saying it was fraudulent because Facebook hid information from them about the business. Therefore, they deserved more. Bill Barker, how are you feeling for the Winklevoss twins? <laughs> I've actually never been quite as down on the Winklevoss
3: twins as, as you. For why you just love to laugh at them? Come on, run. I mean,
0: when when you're, they got a lot of things going like against <laughs> them from a branding standpoint. All right, they're they're twins, they're, uh, they're They're twins? Wait, what kind of <laughs> wait, did the Molly twins pool.
3: beat you up when you were young or no, something? No, but I'm
0: so, first, let's just start with the Molly The Molly Fool is not officially yeah. anti- We're not anti-twin around here, but come on First of all, the name is Winklevoss Second of all, they went to Harvard. Now, I wouldn't expect a Yelly like you to understand this but for most people, going to Harvard is, you know, there's a little bit of no, a Yaley's
3: particularly
0: understanding
3: <laughs> going to Harvard is a big black mark.
0: They're 6'5", they're, they're Olympic athletes They've grown up. To You're this. just extremely jealous of them, aren't you? I, that's what. That's what we're getting. I'm at. saying it's hard to be sympathetic for two wealthy, good-looking guys. They don't
3: want your sympathy. <laughs> they just want no. hundreds of millions of dollars from Facebook.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's how they get over it.
3: So what do they do now? I think we've got to, you know, it's got to be some sort of charity thing. If you're talking about how to build the brand, I think it is to maybe pursue one of their, their own interests. Think of all the, you know, football players, the basketball players. We're hearing about how, you know, they don't have the right pensions. They can't retire. So, retired <laughs> crew, you know, <laughs> retired crew athletes, Olympi- Olympic crew athletes, there's no pension there. They've got to help the poor, destitute Ivy League crew right. yeah, members right. out there that need help at a
2: time like this. Or a foundation? All those fox hunters out there who are just languishing. <laughs> Bill, man, if the yeah, if the, the Winklevai speedboat
0: drivers, then <laughs> if the Winklevai come to you for advice on what they should do with their next act in life, what you, what's your advice? I'm going to
1: have to go sitcom because you know, ooh,
0: I like it. Tw- twin
1: sitcoms are always funny.
3: Maybe they're driving across the country, meeting like internet startups and suing
2: them. That's
0: right. <laughs> every every episode, adventures <laughs> ensue. Joe Mager, advice for the Winklevai.
2: I was going to say reality show. But also add Olsen twins. Wait, match up the Olsen twins and the Winklevoss twins? On a reality show? That would be Uh, huge. Who's not watching that?
3: You know what they could do? Every week they could hunt down and and beat up uh, Zach and Cody.
1: (laughs) 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 Inferior twins. (laughs) Okay. That's like a charity.
0: (laughs) I'm watching that show. You know what? If that were pay-per-view, I would watch that show. All right. Showmaker, Bill Man, Bill Barker. Guys, thanks for being here. Cheers. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. Our producer is Matt Greer. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. But what did we actually talk about?
2: <laughs> hey, I love twins. I'm a huge
0: fan of twins. <laughs>